Do you wish you could make more fun vacation memories with your family every year? I'm Lynn Mettler, aka Go-To Travel Gal. Welcome to the Families Fly Free Podcast, where I help you learn to travel more by spending less and explain how easy it is for your entire family to fly free. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Families Fly Free Podcast. I am so happy to be with you today. I'm Lynn Mettler, your host, and my family is just back from an amazing once-in-a-lifetime trip to Maui. Um, We had a fantastic time over spring break. We are just getting back into the swing of things. Uh, It's a six-hour time difference for us. We're on Eastern time, so we're still adjusting to being a little bit tired coming back to our regular time zone. Uh, But because this is all fresh in my head, we just got off our last flight on Sunday. Today is Tuesday. I wanted to share with you um, what it's like to travel to Hawaii right now. And I've decided to host a free online masterclass on Thursday, April 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific, specifically on this topic where I'm going to spend an hour and really go into depth about what the scene is like in Hawaii, what you need to do to get there, how you can plan and prepare and what to expect when you arrive. But we're going to hit some of the highlights of that today. I'm just going to give you a quick preview of some of what we experienced and then we'll really dive into it on the completely free online masterclass next Thursday. So if you want to sign up for that, you can do so at familiesflyfree.com slash Hawaii. It's as easy as that, familiesflyfree.com slash Hawaii. And bring me all the questions that you have, and I will do my very best to answer every single one of them for you. So now my family flew to Hawaii, free, of course. Do we do it any other way? No. Um, So we flew for an amazing deal on Southwest for just 30,000 points total for four people. That is a heck of a deal. I don't know if we will ever find that again, but that was my clue. This was our year to go to Hawaii. And I did it using a hack that I share with my family's Fly Free members. So if you want to know how to pay the fewest possible points to get your free trip, um, that's a great hack that I share inside the membership um, at familiesflyfree.com join is how you can learn more about the membership. So let's jump in here on what it's like to travel to Hawaii right now. So the first thing I want you to know, and you probably already know this, is there are a lot of hoops to jump through to get to Hawaii right now. And it's an ever-evolving situation. So it could be by the time you're listening to this podcast, things have completely changed, but I'm going to fill you in on the situation as I know it right now. So we flew to Maui, and Maui at the time was um, allowing anyone who can produce a negative COVID test from one of their trusted testing partners within 72 hours of your direct flight to Hawaii. Um, As long as you can produce that negative test, then you're allowed to bypass quarantine and you can go on into Maui. Um, And that is also the case now for Kauai, 
for Oahu. Um, the Big Island, however, requires that you get a second test upon arrival. And if that test is positive, and I've heard that they have a lot of false positives and they will not allow you to retest, um, then you are stuck in quarantine. Um, and I've heard some horror stories of that. So I would not recommend going um, to an island that requires a test upon arrival. And there is some talk that Maui may be moving to that, but I haven't seen that anywhere officially yet. The governor has also announced, the governor of Hawaii, that they will be putting into place um, some sort of allowance for people who can prove they are fully vaccinated to go ahead and bypass the quarantine as well um, and not have to produce the negative COVID test. So we don't have the full details on that, but I expect that to happen this summer. And I can tell you that when we were there, it was over um, spring break, which it was a spring break for many people. In fact, another family from our town was at the resort right next to ours. Um, there were a lot of people there. I would imagine this is the highest number of people that Hawaii has seen since the pandemic began. Um, so I don't know if we'll see tightening up of measures as more people flock there. I think they're almost back to their regular daily numbers of what we saw pre-pandemic. And I will tell you, every person that I talk to um, who's a member or interested in becoming a member or that I'm doing a consult with, wants to fly to Hawaii. So I absolutely know this is your guys' number one destination. Um, so that's why I wanted to tell you what it's really like right now. So all these hoops you have to jump through. So you really do need to plan ahead. Um, the most stressful part of the whole thing is figuring out where you're gonna get your COVID test and how you're gonna make sure you have it back within 72 hours. So um, you also run the risk of you want to make sure that you get the test back in time before your flight but we also had the thought of well what if our flight is delayed for some reason and then it's suddenly past 72 hours um, from when we had our test and i asked maui tourism that question and their answer was just that it varies by situation um, and you would just have to let someone know there and they would make a decision as to whether you're allowed to come in or if you need to get another test um, so you have to balance this timing and that is a bit stressful now they do have a list of their trusted testing partners. So you wanna make sure 100% that whoever you get your test from is approved by them. Um, and there's a lot on there that are expensive that some you can get some tests like at the airport right before you go. Um, but I wouldn't wanna to get to, you know, you have to, the test has to be within 72 hours of your final departure to Hawaii. So we're coming from Indiana, for example, so we it can't be 72 hours from when our Indiana flight departed. Um, it has to be 72 hours from when our California flight departed. So we flew to San Diego on Southwest and then from San Diego over to Oahu and then Oahu to Maui, um, but we did it for free. So um, there's a couple flights involved there. I'm happy to do it if I don't have to pay anything for it. Um, so you do need to figure out, you know, that 72 hours from that last flight. So if you get it at the airport in San Diego, if someone tests positive, then you're stuck in San Diego. Um, 
So a lot of considerations there. Now we went through Walgreens, um, a tip from one of my members, he was going and he was able to tell me that um, from when I first looked, I couldn't tell that Walgreens had the right test. There's a specific kind of test that you need to get. Um, I believe it's the rapid test, but double check that. Um, that's what we got through Walgreens and um, not all Walgreens have that specific test. So we had to find one in a neighboring town, which really is not too far from us um, and time it. So we did, we flew out on Saturday from San Diego to uh, Maui. And so we got our tests um, on Wednesday evening and Thursday afternoon. We did um, two of us on Wednesday, two of us on Thursday. And those tests, and we had we had pre-tested this test, if you will, to see how long it would take to come back. It's supposed to come back in 24 hours, this one. So we felt pretty good about that. And we had all of our tests, most of them within an hour or two. We had one that came back within about four hours, which I was getting a little bit nervous because everyone else's came back in an hour or two. And I thought, oh no, if this one's taking longer, there's something wrong, but there wasn't. Um, so you get your test. You download the official PDF from Walgreens um, and their test is free. So that's why I would recommend them if you have a Walgreens that has the correct test near you, I think that's your best option. Um, I know some folks that live in California have Kaiser Permanente and I think theirs is also free and easy to get. So that may be another option for you, but look through the list and see if you can find one that's free. So um, on the webinar, I'm gonna tell you um, the one mistake that I made in this whole process um, so that you can bypass it uh, because I really planned and I checked and I double checked that and I do this for a living <laughs> that I that I had gotten everything in place and I still missed something um, so I'll fill you in on what that is so you don't make the same mistake that I did um, on that one thing I would tell you is make sure that you have any and all paperwork with you at all times. You have copies of it. You have printouts of it, of your negative test. I never was asked to produce that, but I did have to re-enter some information at the airport and it was just a good thing that I had everything. And that includes, you have to fill out a travel questionnaire within 24 hours of departing that just, you know, basically ask you some questions that you feel healthy and everything. Um, you have to input, um, where you're staying and any confirmation numbers, your flight numbers, all of that. So have all that very handy in case you would need to um, produce that for anyone. Now, Southwest is um, started a pre-clearance program. So you can, before you board that final flight to Hawaii, you can show them that you have uploaded all the proper paperwork. They can look in Hawaii's system and they can approve you. Um, and that's supposed to allow you to not have to wait in line when you get off the plane in Hawaii. Um, and I think because it was brand new when we were doing this, um, we still, we didn't have to get in any line in Oahu, but we did have to get in line in Maui. And I don't think we should have because it's supposed to be pre-cleared for either place. Um, so definitely if you're flying Southwest, look into that program and see, um, you do have to um, look for a special line when you're before you board the plane um, to get that pre-clearance. So be on the lookout for that. And there was no announcements made or anything for us. We had to go ask and realize there, oh, there was a whole separate line for that. Um, all right, now let's talk a little bit about airplanes and the airport getting there right now. So 
from Southwest, you're going to fly from a California destination. It's about five hours to 540, something like that. Um, it's shorter coming back. It's less than five hours, but it's about five hours and 40 minutes going over. Now, Southwest and I think every other airline, I think Delta is the last one who's going to return to normal, but they have all gone back to f filling the middle seats. So don't count on that anymore. We did have a... Um, rows to ourselves like two of us per row going over uh, but coming back and i would say every flight we took other than that one um, the one from oahu to maui was pretty empty but every other flight was full like almost every single seat if not every single seat a lot of people going over there for spring break so it was busy um, southwest is also now boarding per usual so during the pandemic they had just called 10 people up at a time to board now you're back to the same old um, board a through the whole a group gets in line and then boards and then the whole b group gets in line and boards so there's there are big groupings of people you are required to wear your mask at all time and the Southwest flight attendants will let you know that. And it does not count to take it down because you're quote unquote eating or drinking the whole flight. They won't allow that. Um, so you need to be like taking a sip, putting your mask back up, you know, taking, finishing your snack, putting your mask back up. Um, so uh, one other tip I would give you too is I'm sure those of you who have to work or go to school and wear masks all day already know this, but um, I work from home, so I didn't, but um, our ears definitely got very sore from wearing a mask for that long amount of time. So make sure you pick a mask. Those elastic paper ones are not ideal because um, they kind of dig into your ear. I prefer a cloth mask. So find a mask that you can wear that um, won't you know make your ears sore for that long of a time knowing that you're going to be wearing it for you know five six hours at a time southwest has also uh, returned to um, serving soft drinks on board not alcoholic drinks and they do serve you a pretty significant snack on the way to hawaii as well um, and in terms of food and drink at airports we're finding there's not that much open. There are things open, so you can get something to drink, something to eat, but it may not be um, your ideal scenario. So um, we always, we have trouble at Midway in Chicago, um, finding something decent to eat. Um, San Diego does not have a lot of great options either. The Southwest part of the airport's pretty small. And the, um, particularly in Hawaii, there was hardly anything open in the Oahu airport, which we had to stop going and coming. And we didn't really spend any time in the Maui airport to check out um, what they had. I do know they had a Starbucks open, um, but be aware you may not have a lot of options. So do your very best to plan that you have enough food to eat other than just little snacky things. Um, all right, so let me get into hotels a little bit and then what it was like locally, and then I'm going to save the rest for my master class because there's a lot of good info here. Um, so when you once you've been cleared and they send you a QR code, um, the state of Hawaii does, to your email, and you need to be able to open that up on your phone, not just the email QR code. You actually have to log into their online portal and um, access that QR code. So you're going to be asked for that when you check into your hotel. And that was the last time we were ever asked for that. But you do need to be able to produce that. Maui does say that you need to have an app downloaded to your phone or you have to quarantine. So we did have that app downloaded to our phone. No one ever asked us about that ever again. So I don't know that that's the case for everyone, but it, it was for us at least. 
Um, so you produce your QR code at the hotel um, and then you're pretty much good to go. Um, at the airport, uh, as I said, we did have to go through a line um, and, and that's where I learned my mistake, which I will share with you. Um, and that line was quite long and they were moving people around to different lines to try to um, make it not quite so long, but they basically review all of your info, make sure it's all correct, um, let you make any changes uh, as you can, and then you're allowed to leave the airport. Um, now, the scene at the hotels, um, we didn't find to be very much different. Now, we traveled in October as well to Utah, um, and I definitely would say things were less strict than they were then. Um, you know, there is still a lot of sanitizing going on, but in uh, October, like everyone had the remotes in little plastic baggies. We stayed in four different hotels on this trip. And I think um, only one or two had that. Um, Hilton does a good job. They're ones that definitely had it. And they put the little seal on the door to help you feel more secure that no one's been in there since it's been sanitized. Um, but there doesn't seem to be as much emphasis on sanitizing. Housekeeping is um, just was not happening in October. It is happening now. Sometimes you have to request it or you may have to opt out of it. So make sure you, you know what the situation is at your hotel um, because that's helpful at least in getting fresh sheets and clean towels and everything like that. Um, in terms of the pool and the beach, in Maui at least, we did not find people wearing masks for the most part when they were sitting in their pool chair or sitting on their beach chair or um, walking on the beach. Um, if you were going from some place to another place within the pool area, you were supposed to wear a mask. Once or twice we had someone point to us to pull up our masks when we forgot, but that was really the only time. Um, so to me, it felt less restrictive on the masks than here in Indiana. Um, they do sanitize the chairs and they'll have a little sign that say they've been sanitized. Um, but again, it was very busy while we were there. So every chair was full. There wasn't a lot of social distancing, but you, you know, you are outside. Um, not everything is open in these hotels. Um, enough is open that you can get food, but you're probably gonna have to go beyond your hotel and find some other options. And again, not everything was open in Maui, but plenty was open so that you could find something to eat, you know, both sit down restaurants and fast food type of restaurants. Um, and again, there were lots of people and we had been warned that the locals weren't real excited about tourists coming um, and filling up their island and so that they might be unpleasant um, to just try to steer clear of them out of respect. We didn't find that at all. Um, and we were in some local areas like Lahaina, the town um, in Maui. We didn't experience any problems. Locals were very friendly and to me seemed very happy that we were there. Um, I, the other thing I would advise regarding local restaurants um, and tours, we were able to do a number of tours. We did whale watching with pack whale eco adventures we did a snorkeling tour with kai kanani i think is how you say it out to molokini volcanic crater um, so we did a couple of tours those were very well social distanced um, you did wear your masks the whole time um, we didn't have any problem getting on those but the restaurants in the area and again it was spring break but um, were very busy particularly the ones around the resort so i would recommend if you're going to be going during a busy time go ahead and make reservations on open table the couple of restaurants um, in kanapali right by all the resorts 
had reservations full for the next two weeks. So there was no way to get a reservation there and really even to wait in line to get a table. So um, we ended up going to different areas of the island and finding stuff to eat, which worked great. And I'll share some of my recommendations on the masterclass. Um, just in conclusion, I would say too, because Maui and Hawaii are so popular, um, prices are starting to go up. We saw some of the lowest prices in February, um, which is when I scored the great deal on our flights. So if you want help paying as little as possible in either dollars or flying free and paying as few points as possible, I highly recommend joining my family's Fly Free membership so I can work with you one-on-one -on -one and help you save not just on that flight, but all of your future flights, not just to Hawaii, but anywhere around the US, the Caribbean, and Europe that you wanna fly free. And we can help you get some free hotel stays as well. And there were some great hotels in Maui that you can book on points for pretty cheap. So, um, and one last tip too, um, regarding car rentals. Um, we just had an excellent webinar inside the membership last week on how to save as much as possible on car rentals because car rental prices are skyrocketing right now because there's low inventory. A lot of the companies sold off their inventory last year and there is suddenly high demand. And so that's causing really, really high prices. And Hawaii is one of the worst um, affected by this. Um, prices are ridiculous in Hawaii. And uh, just when we got in our, at the airport to get our car and we got ours in February before all this happened, but we got it through, um, the best site to get Hawaii car rentals for cheap. I'll share that on the masterclass too. Um, but, uh, we got ours for $500. We got a Jeep for seven days for $500, which is pretty good. But the lines were outrageous when we landed. And I shared a picture of that on Instagram, on uh, my family's Fly Free Instagram, if you wanna check that out. But we'll give you some tips on the masterclass about how to save as much as you can on car rentals, as well as some other alternatives there, um, if it's just too costly for you. So please join the masterclass coming up if you want to really get into detail about what it's like to go to Hawaii right now. And again, you can sign up, it's totally free to attend um, at familiesflyfree.com slash Hawaii. And that masterclass class is gonna be on Thursday, April 22nd, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, 5 p.m. Pacific. So I hope you will join me. Again, be thinking of any questions that you have. I'll share some pictures from our trip as well. And come learn everything there is to know about going to Hawaii right now. So thanks for listening to the episode. I will see you on the next one. And again, as always, I would appreciate it if you would rate, review, and subscribe. Have a good one. Ready to fly your family free? Come join me inside my Family's Fly Free program where you get my simple step-by-step -step plan and my personal help so you can make more priceless travel memories with your family before your kids leave home. Visit familiesflyfree.com slash join. That's familiesflyfree.com slash join to learn more and get started flying free today.